Good morning, everybody. This is the Penalty Loop Podcast Olympic Edition unedited. Hey. How you doing, man? Not bad for a last one. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, yeah, he, the last lap was uh, clear that he was going to win, but uh, up till that last shooting, everything was still possible. It was it was wide open, a lot of possibilities. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think a feel good result. Absolutely. Okay. And back to his, himself, the Swedes getting a, a medal that they were so hoping for. Christiansen, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Fiona is a little disappointed that he's just outside of the medals there, but uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And then and then and then Vindish coming in for the fifth spot. Yeah. Well, and you know? hey, we talked about Ader. Yes, yeah. seventh place. Ader, Ader there, and uh, Lagred. Um, you know, not not maybe where he wanted to be in six, but you know, for him for this Olympics, that's a good result. Yeah, and a third a third ski time, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, Sepola um, had I think his best performance of the Olympics. So yeah, um, yeah, some some good results. Um, it was nice yeah. to see the Canadians leading the pack in uh, the second lap. It. There couldn't believe it. The second lap, <laughs> and you had uh, you had uh, Samuelson and, and the Gao brothers. And the Gao brothers. Yep, I know. I couldn't could not believe. It. Hey, Christian Gao had an incredible race. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it, the, the last shoot is gonna, is gonna sting for him, but that was, uh, that was something else. Yeah. I think he, uh, he just ran out of gas at yeah. the end of the race there. And then of course shooting becomes even harder and sorry, I think it was the uh, third shoot, but yeah, it, I, I can't remember now, but it was with the, the third or fourth where he had the, the couple of misses and, and yeah. fell back, but well, he was right there the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good race. It was, yeah, yeah. So I mean, looking at JT Bo, I mean, that was just a classic. You mentioned it, just a classic race for him. Um, you know, it was you, you could you just show somebody this race and say, you know they would know that is how he races. You know, mm-hmm. he he went to the front um, and he was pushing the pace on on. Uh, Really, after that first lap, I mean, every lap he was pushing the pace out and stretching out that lead. He was making making everybody hurt a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. He was well, a little bit like uh, Reza Boucher in the sense that he was taking the risk, right, and mm-hmm. risk of blowing up. I think he was the yeah third third fastest shooter. Yeah, so he he didn't hold back there. And, that was really uh, nice to see, by the way. Uh, you know, he has struggled on the range a little bit this season. Yeah. And uh, just seeing him, obviously he had four misses, but he was, he clearly said, you know what? I'm going to shoot fast. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was great. Yeah. Cause I think he had, uh, for course times, he was first, first, second, one second down from the, from the fastest, first, first. Who, when he wasn't first, who was first? Naroth, oh, German. Oh, oh interesting. And, uh, just by a second, one point oh, yeah. one second. That is just uh, that, that's a that's a great race. I I mentioned um, a few a few episodes ago. I, I you know I enjoy watching the greats performing at their at their best, and that was it right there. Mm-hmm. It was um, yeah, 
Well, like his old self, right? Like having yes. more. I mean, Quintanfield Marriott even a, a miss more, but like to to have two more misses than the number two and still beat them by forty, 40 seconds. seconds. And 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 is not slow. <laughs> He's no slouch by any means. So uh, yeah, that was that was something else. I, you yeah. know, we we have we talked about this especially on the. Um, the sort of the the mid the mid Olympics pod, um, and looking at the different training methods and the strategies, and like you you have to say it paid off for for Bo at this point. Uh, a, he came out of here with two golds in the in the sprint and the mass start. He had a bronze in the individual race. Then he had yeah. golds in the mixed relay and the four by seven point five relay. Yeah, and um. You know, there was a lot of a lot of talk, you know, about uh, Fiona Maya and and Royceland, you know, and and they're you know getting five medals, but look, JT Bo right there with five medals and yeah, four of them gold. That's that's a pretty dang good Olympics. No, absolutely, and and uh, if you look at generally the ski speed, like even Legrade was the third fastest today. Christensen eighth fastest. Um, <sighs> I think Taribo. He wasn't thirteenth, but we yeah we talked about that. that maybe he just peaked a little bit too early, but um. he, yeah. Well, and, and and he also he got the he really punished himself in those uh, when the in the sprint and the pursuit getting those medals. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, he just he just lost uh, lost his edge a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, the Norwegians what they came out of this Olympics with like I don't even know how many medals. Yeah, they're leading the Germans now. Uh, remember, we talked about the. Uh, total medals for a nation yes in in all olympics and they passed the germans today they really yeah but uh yeah samuels samuelson uh, looked pretty good it was seemed to be right in there but then uh yeah the standing shooting for misses it was kind of fit for him yeah and i wonder too if you know if he didn't, if he, if it was maybe a little bit more work trying to stay up there, if he didn't, mm. if he didn't wear out a little bit, could be, yeah, yeah. But no, you're right. He was, he was right there in it. And and Dole, I, I actually, you know, I was, I, I kind of liked what he was doing. He seemed to just, for a, a good portion of the race, was just sort of tagging along behind everybody. Yeah. And I thought, I thought that was, you know, tactically just kind of, you know, sitting back there. But it might have just been that he just wasn't feeling it, and he was just doing his best to to hang in. Yeah, he had, he was still pretty good in the skiing times. Yeah, yeah, six six misses doesn't help. No, no, and especially the like I can't imagine by the by the fourth shooting they must be so exhausted and then and then not just four misses would drain your energy, but then have to do four extra laps. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, so the uh, the. The medal ceremony is going on right now, and so the women are out there, and uh, Tara Lockoff is just beaming. Yeah, she she was uh, right around his neck, and I also saw that. Um, did you see the shot of that Swedish coach, uh, older older man? No, he was just tearing up, and he oh. was like leaning on the on the on the fence, couldn't couldn't hold himself, which was I, I don't know if maybe it's uh, Ponsalomo's dad. I don't know if he's a coach or just close to him or just happy for him. But uh, yeah, I just couldn't hold it. And then uh, he was comforted by Hannah, uh, oh. which I think is Ponsaloma's girlfriend nowadays. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I, I think but, I didn't look at we we need to we need to break this down at some point. There are a lot of uh, <laughs> intra biathlon relationships. Yeah, there was there was something going on at the beginning of the season because I think she used to date Nellen or one of the other athletes, mm. and then she switched, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she traded up. There was a lot of uh, Sorry, that was me. I shouldn't have said that. Dis- <laughs> there was a lot of discussion if that would influence the, the atmosphere in the Swedish team, but uh, I, I I don't know any details or anything, but uh, I remember reading about that. No, that is actually that's uh, interesting, and and you know, you know, it, it's easy to dismiss it as just sort of like, but yeah, you know, we actually really can when you're distracted by things like that or you got stuff like oh, that. Totally, on, yeah. That can, it can play a role in, in your performance. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey, uh, it'd be, it'd be interesting to look back knowing that now, um, and see if that played any role, but, uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, I just feel really good for Ponsoloma. I, I didn't mm-hmm. see it coming and, and that's a, just a, a great silver medal. Yeah. And it, I don't remember what his finishes were exactly, but it seemed like he was close a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Or at least you know, till the end of the race, he was close, and then maybe didn't hold up. But uh... no, because we had mentioned him uh, earlier in the in the week. Uh, you know, uh, he he had been in there a couple more times than Samuelson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like uh, looking back, he was twelfth in the individual, sixth in the sprint, eleventh in the pursuit. So he's been kind of not right around the right around the top, but he's been he's been in contention at the least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I look at some uh, some of the guys that didn't have the greatest day logging yeah. off. Uh, all, all the Russians, really. Logging off, Lachipov, Svetkov. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a rough day for the Russian. I don't know Russian if they had another one in there or not, but uh, yeah. It was, they did not have a great day. Um, I, I, I had an emotional hope for, uh, sentimental hope for, for Hofer, and uh, he just did not have it today. Where did he end up today? I think he was like 27th. He was almost right. five minutes back. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really happy for Ader. I mean, you know, yeah. seventh spot. It, like, you still, you still, uh, like he wasn't, he was never at a point where you thought he could um, challenge or anything, but still, you know, at his age and uh, yes, he's been around and then, uh, you know, to still pull this off that you're in the top 10 is very, uh, I don't know. I, I find it, I have a lot of respect for that guy. Oh, it's incredible. Um, you know, he knows when he lines up that he has to be perfect to have any chance at all. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he was the, the best remote. shooter today. Yeah. Together with right. Ponsoloma, two misses. Yeah. And that's exactly what he had to do if he was going yeah. to be anywhere near there. I mean, he's just giving up so much time. Um, on the course. I mean, he's probably giving up. Yeah, yeah. Thirty but seconds a lap. I mean, he could have. Let me see here. So, if he would have shot clean, as we were talking about in mm-hmm. the previous spot, um, he could have been in bronze position. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but, that would have been that would have been that probably that the story of the Olympics for me. Yeah, you know, Ader winning a medal. That have, yeah. as it is, seventh place is incredible. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like he shoots so well, <laughs> he could just keep going. Yeah, he's, he's not going to get that much slower, right? 
I don't know. I have no idea if he uh, if he said anything about that this is his final season or not. But uh, <laughs> I like. I hope he keeps going. I think it's yeah. just fun, oh, fun yeah. to watch him out there. Yeah. Well, and he's still in 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 the top, probably top five of the shooting leaderboard. Oh, easily over the whole yeah. season, right? Yeah. And uh, look, you know, top five for for shooting, and in on the biggest stage, you can still get a top ten. That's uh, yeah. Nothing to to sneeze at nothing to retire over for sure no nope um we've uh we've talked about jack lamb a lot um mm-hmm. and uh I, I you know he just didn't have a great race he had he had five misses um almost four minutes back and you look at you know uh like we mentioned dole had six misses and was 230 back so i think there's mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit a little bit more going on there and he's he's talked about um, you know, it, it, he's just going to be a little more up and down, and that's that's just the way he's he's going to yeah. be, and that's the way his races are going to go. And he's a lot I of fun to watch. Di- yeah, I think it's a difference too, because Dole had the first two shooting rounds as no misses, and then Jacqueline started with two misses and then one miss. I can imagine that already feels like you're kind of out of it. Yeah. So I don't know if that if if he just didn't really put in the effort anymore, but, uh, and, and I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't remember if you've talked about it specifically, but that's sort of the athlete you know, that he is, you know, regardless of anything else, you know, over the years that he's, if he, if he's out of it early, he's not going to put in the effort to try to claw his way back into it. He's right. He's fine. Just, just cruising around and, and that's yeah. sort of what we get with him. But cause this course times is 10th, 22nd, 29th, 28th, 28th. Yeah. I have so, a hard time believing he was actually. Hey, he made sounds like he just kind of packed it in, or maybe the skis, or but yeah, I I think you know after the prone shooting, three misses already, then yeah, probably feel like you know it's not gonna be your day that day. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, any thoughts on the? We talked about the wind and how it impacted the the women's race. Um, you know, it felt like it, for most of the race, it was a little bit lower today, but or for the yeah. men. Yeah, there was one um, in the fourth shooting, I think. That was the only time that I noticed that the wind was picking up halfway to halfway down the shooting. So I think uh, the leaders like uh, Johannes Bo and Quentin mm-hmm. um, uh, and maybe Ponsloma, they seem to have you know, relatively calm wins, but then, um, with Samuelson and Dole and, and, uh, Christine Gao. Yeah. Um, the wind seemed to pick up, although Christensen, Fedla Christensen was shooting down too, and he was clean. So. Yeah. I, I mean, it really makes you tip your hat to his performance. Yeah. That was, that was really, really good. Um, yeah, I, I had the same thought that it was, it was pretty calm, um, for the first few shootings and that last shooting, yeah, that's the only time I really noticed it playing a role in the race. Um, you know, speaking of the fourth shooting, I, I, I'm curious to see what you think of. Uh, it seemed like uh, Fionn my uh, shot for gold. Um, yeah, you know, I think he saw that JT uh, Bo was going to the penalty loop, and he, like I said, he shot for gold and didn't quite work out. Yeah, and I. Um... I don't know. Like, I don't know if he knew that uh, Bo had missed twice, but he must have seen him go in the penalty loop when he entered uh, the shooting area. Right? Yeah. 
yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much he knew at that point. Um, but, um, because I think, but he started with with misses right away. Eh? Yeah, it was it was yeah. miss, miss, miss. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he looked. Yeah, I just I think that he was just shooting quick and and trying to go for gold, which mm-hmm. is you know a fair a fair strategy if that's what he wants. He's he's had plenty of success, but um. Yeah, yeah was, and uh, I think for someone like him, um, it's like, well, I'm in. I'm either going to get yeah. fourth, or I'm going to risk it and then have a chance at gold, or. Yeah, I, I think it was it was it was a, a worthwhile strategy for him. Um, yeah, I you know I, I'm sure that he has no uh, no regrets. Yeah, yeah, I don't think what he I'm not sure what he could have done better. No, yeah, I'd say even if he if he took his time a little bit more, he still would have. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that he still was going to be able to catch JT Bow. Uh, even if I'll, I'll tell you what, even if they had exited, you know, if, if they had come out together right next to each other, I think that uh, JT Bo was just gonna. It just felt like it was gonna, he was going to win this race. Definitely felt like that. I, I would have loved to have seen that, but uh, yeah, because I I actually thought um, that Ponsloma would have been closer to Bo. Mm-hmm. after yeah. Bo came out of that loop, but I think he had like seventeen seconds. Mm-hmm. Or eighteen seconds already, and I, I was thinking, well, he he might just be more tired because he went went so fast in the first couple of laps, and he had to do the four penalty loops. Mm-hmm. But I think you know the first split, he uh, he gained another fifteen seconds or something. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he was just emptying the tank. That must be so frustrating when you're behind him, and, and you know I'm sure they're thinking, oh well. Maybe he's just exhausted from from his fast fast skiing so far, and then you hear, okay, you know, you're you're worth seventeen, and then it's like you're thirty behind. Yeah, and I know. Like, you know, any hope you have is <laughs> just done. Well, even like I'm sure you know there are times when you start out and you know you're you can see him, and then suddenly he's just like gone. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, I wasn't that far behind. <laughs> Where I did know. he go? Yeah, he's so explosive and. Yeah, he, he's and just, it seems seems effortless. That's what I, know. I find so impressive. Like if you compare him to uh, Benedict Dole, mm-hmm. yep. like he's like huffing and puffing, and he—I mean—it works for him for Dole because he's, <laughs> he's the fourth uh, fastest skier today. But no, very he different looks, style. He, and, he looks like he's working at it. Yeah. Um. One other thing I wanted to mention. Is did you see that uh, Martin Forcad is uh, selected for the IOC Athletes Commission? Sure did. It's good. I yeah. I, I like having uh, athletes on there that have strong opinions. Yeah, it was it, it's well deserved, and I think that he will be a good um, he'll be a good representative, and mm-hmm. I, I think that he will he'll uh, support the interests of the athletes well. I think so too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a win. Uh, so it's not just for biathletes, but it's a win for all the athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's very widely respected amongst his uh, his his peers too. Um, yeah, you know, not just for what he was able to accomplish, but just it seems like they all genuinely have affection for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even people like Johannes Bo that you know must have a part of them that really 
not like him so much because he kept winning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, no, there's, yeah. there seems to be a lot of respect, mutual respect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was I was happy to see that. So, what are I we going to believe... do now with all our time in the middle of the night? I yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is uh, maybe get a little sleep, but uh, yeah, this has been fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed doing absolutely. it. Um, you know, I I I uh, I'll be happy. You know, to be back on the <clears throat> schedule with the European races. Um, yes, it works out a little bit better for us North American. Uh, fans, but um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 glad that we decided to do these uh, post race pods, and and hopefully everybody's enjoyed uh, listening to us, and and hopefully hasn't been too irritated by my fading voice as the time has <laughs> gone on. No, it's uh, yeah, it's been uh, my pleasure to do this, and uh, I mean it was all new, and uh, it's been really fun. So thank you, no, Jordan, it- for doing this with me and thank you to all the listeners for uh for uh listening in and uh you know giving us your time so yeah, this really is cer- certainly my pleasure um and uh, i look forward we're going to keep doing it uh maybe not after every race but we're going to keep doing our our weekly podcast uh, going through the end of the season absolutely um, look then, forward to uh, that hopefully we have uh, a couple surprises uh coming up uh down the road as well uh which you know we will let you guys know uh, if, if when that happens and then we'll kind of plot our course for what we want to do uh, going forward. Sounds good. All, All right. right. So I'm going to have one question for you. Yes, sir. You have to, the first thing that comes to mind. Yes. What, what was the highlight of these Olympics on biathlon for you? Oh man. So highlighted the first thing that comes to mind um, was uh, it felt like, um, and I'll explain this in a minute. It felt like uh, Fiomae established himself as, as one of the top men. And even we knew that he was after, um, you know, his, uh, the performance he's been giving this season um, in the, in the regular races, but even still uh, with all that, you know, sometimes it felt maybe that, um, you know, the, the Norwegians weren't quite on their, on their top game. And, um, you know, the Swedes took some time and, you know, Samuelson and, and January trying to peak for the Olympics and, you know, how much were they, was, uh, fuel my benefiting from, you know, everybody aiming towards the Olympics while he was focusing on the season. And then he came out during the Olympics, um, and just had an incredible performance and said, no, you know, I just am this good. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it was nice to see that. And, I'm not going to go as far as to say that he's on, you know, the level of the all-time greats, but he had an all-time great performance at these Olympics. <clears throat> and so I think that'll, that'll stick with me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there, there are several other things too, but, but you asked me for the first thing that comes to mind and that was it. Yeah. And as I was asking you the question, the first thing that popped in my head was uh, Denise Herman winning the individual. Um, mm, I like that. Just, uh, you know, so unexpected and at the same time so well deserved and uh it was it was a good race and yeah although well, i was i was gonna ask you starting to think the mixed relay but uh no i was gonna ask you so what was the you know you sort of already answered it but what was the most unexpected uh medalist for you um yeah i would i would have to go with herman yeah on that. i agree yeah so it's funny because you know if if I would have asked that question, um, you know, 
<clears throat> obviously today and Herman stands out, but you know, it, it felt like um, uh, Justine uh, Barsabiche could have been the answer as well. That um, is true. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cause, but she just had a little more form coming in. You know, I, I, we had, I had higher expectations and then I was not, we're not going to say disappointed, but you know, she, she hadn't performed up to those expectations and then That's suddenly there true. she was again. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, very yeah. good point. Um, yeah, I've got, actually got, uh, I'm, I've, uh, I was going to say Smolsky was my other one. Um, cause I was, he just, had, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he had he hadn't yeah. quite been on form. He'd been all up and down, and and then he comes out in the individual and gets the silver. So, um, he and just looking like like classic Smolsky. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say the Canadian relay team, but I I picked them as my fifth team, and they got six. So I can't say that I was completely <clears throat> shocked by it. But uh, I have to I have to throw that in there. Just yeah. uh, well, and then and then and then. Non medals for me would have been uh, DJ Irwin, uh, right, right. The, the seventh place in the, the women's individual. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. These were there. They were uh, there were some questions coming in about the venue and the the wind and the altitude and the cold. But uh, you know, these were there were a lot of fun races. Absolutely. All right, man. Shall we end it up? Well, let's wrap it up. Okay. Thanks again to all the listeners, and uh, we'll put our next pot out maybe next week. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully midweek. And, uh, sounds good. All, All right. right. Talk to you Thanks later. Everybody. Okay. Bye. Bye.